ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد then to continue with al-aqidah tahawiyya the creed compiled by Imam Abu Ja'far al-Tahawi rahimahullah with the explanation of Shaykh Salih bin Fawzan al-Fawzan hafizahullah then last week we had points with regard to the punishment of the grave and the bliss of the grave and the life of the barzakh the life of the intermediate period after the life of this world and before the day of resurrection. So then now, Imam At-Tahawi, he moves on beyond that stage to the day of resurrection. So he says, وَنُؤْمِنُوا بِالْبَعْثِ وَجَزَاءِ الْأَعْمَالِ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ وَالْعَرْضِ وَالْحِسَابِ وَقِرَاءَةِ الْكِتَابِ وَالثَّوَابِ وَالْإِقَابِ وَالصِّرَاتِ وَالْمِيزَانِ He said, And we have Iman in the resurrection. And in the recompensing for deeds, on the day of resurrection and in the presentation of the people and in the reckoning and in the reading of the records and in the reward and punishment and in the bridge and the balance Shaykh al-Fawzan, hafizahullah, he says in his explanation, after the barzakh, after the intermediate life, in the life of the grave, he said, after the barzakh, the people will be raised from their graves. So these graves hold the bodies and guard them. And then, when the resurrection occurs, then Allah will bring forth these bodies. Just as He created them the first time. Nothing will be missing from them. كَمَا بَدَعْنَا أَوَّلَ خَلْقٍ نُعِيدُهُ وَعْدًا عَلَيْنَا إِنَّا كُنَّا فَاعِلِينَ Surah Al-Anbiya the 21st Surah, Ayah 104. With the explanation, just as we created them to begin with, so shall we recreate them. That is a promise we have undertaken. 
we shall certainly carry it out. And as a, a side point, then Al-Bukhari, a Muslim, and Al-Bukhari as, as hadith number three hundred, number 3,349, he brings a hadith of Abdullah ibn Abbas, radiallahu anhumah, that the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam explained this ayah. And mentioned that the son of Adam, when he's brought on the day of resurrection, when he's brought to life on the day of resurrection, he'll be brought to life barefoot, naked, uncircumcised. And then he read this ayah. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan said, So they will be brought back, just as they used to be. Such that if someone passed by a man whom he used to know, he would be able to say, this is so-and-so. I mean, on the day of resurrection, when the people are brought back to life, brought out of their graves, they were brought in the same form that they had in this first life. As he said, to the extent that if someone passed a man by whom he used to know, he would say, this is so-and-so. Then Allah will command Israfil, and he will blow in the sore, he will blow the horn. And nafkhatu thaniya, he will blow the horn for the second blast. And the souls will fly quickly into their bodies. Then Shaykh al-Fawzan said, And the mahshar, The gathering place is the gathering place of all of the nations. So Allah will gather all of the earlier and later peoples after the resurrection. So Allah has full power and ability over everything. Then he said, and having Iman in the Ba'ath, in the resurrection, is one of the six pillars of Iman, as occurs in the Hadith. Obviously referring to the famous Hadith of Jibreel, where Jibreel alayhi salam came and asked the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, what is Iman? And when the Messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, described Iman and tu'mina billahi that you have Iman in Allah wa malaikatihi and his angels wa kutubihi and in his books wa rusulihi and in his messengers wal yawmil akhir and he mentioned and in the last day so that's the hadith referred to here the hadith of Jibreel alayhi salam then Shaykh al-Fawzan said and the resurrection was denied by the mushrikun and by the atheists based upon their intellect. So they said, Aida mitna wa kunna turaba wa idaman a inna lamab uthun awa aba unal awalun 
Surah Al-Waqi'ah, the 56th Surah, Ayahs 47 to 48, with the explanation mentioning what the people of Shirk said. Are we going to be resurrected? Or rather, when we have, when we have died and we have become dust and bones, are we going to be resurrected? And our forefathers also? Shaykh Fawzan said, and Allah mentions their denial of this in a number of places, such as, Surah Yasin, the 36th Surah, Ayah 78, with the explanation, again, commenting upon what the person of shirk will say, or what they said, he says, who will give life to these bones when they have crumbled to dust? And Shaykh Fawzan said, And Allah, the mighty and majestic, has mentioned intellectual proofs for the resurrection. Adilla Aqliya, that Allah the Most High has mentioned, proofs proving the resurrection, intellectual proofs, meaning proofs which are in accordance with the intellect and which the intellect will see to be correct. And then he mentions a number of these aspects of proof, intellectual proofs for the resurrection, mentioned by Allah the Most High in the Qur'an. So he said, mention the first one, وَهُوَ الَّذِي يَبْدَأُ الْخَلْقَ ثُمَّ يُعِيدُهُ وَهُوَ أَهْوَنُ عَلَيْهِ Surah Ar-Rum, the 30th Surah, Ayah 27. With the explanation, and he, Allah, is the one who initially creates the creation. Then he recreates it. And that is even easier for him. Sheikh Fawzan said, and this is a case of giving an example. So the one who created them from a feeble fluid, will he not be able to create them from dust and restore them to being how they were before? And he mentions a further ayah, or a number of ayahs together. أَيَحْسَبُ الْإِنسَانُ أَنْ يُتْرَكَ سُدَىٰ أَلَمْ يَكُ نُطْفَةً مِنْ مَنِيٍّ يُمْنَىٰ ثُمَّ كَانَ عَلَقَةً فَخَلَقَ فَسَوَّىٰ فَجَعَلَ مِنْهُ الزَّوْجَيْنِ الذَّكَرَ وَالْأُنْثَىٰ أَلَيْسَ ذَلِكَ بِقَادِرٍ عَلَىٰ أَنْ يُحْيِيَ الْمَوْتَىٰ The ayahs from Surah Al-Qiyamah, the, the last ayahs from Surah Al-Qiyamah, the 75th Surah, Ayahs 36 to 40, with the explanation, does man think, does man think that he will be left without having duties placed upon him? Was he not a drop of sperm emitted? Then he was a clot of blood, and Allah created him and fully formed him.
and he produced from him offspring, male and female, is the one who did that not able to give life to the dead? And Sheikh Fawzan mentions a second aspect of evidence, intellectual evidence. He said, and from the evidences is the bringing to life of land which is dry and barren and parched with nothing growing upon it. And then Allah sends rain down upon it. And in a few days it springs forth with plants. Is the one who brings the earth to life after it was dead, is he not able to recreate man? So this is something correct in the intellect and something perceived. It's something that we see, we see it happen, and we can understand that is correct. That the one who does that to the earth, no doubt he can do it to man as well. So he mentions an ayah in that regard. Surah Yasin, the 36th Surah, Ayah 33, with the explanation, and a sign for them is the dead earth, which we give life to. That is a sign for us. Allah mentions it as being an ayah, as a, being a sign for us. Sheikh Fawzan said, so after it was dead, he brings it to life with plants. And he quotes a further ayah. وَتَرَى الْأَرْضَ هَامِدَةً فَإِذَا أَنزَلْنَا عَلَيْهَا الْمَاءَ اَحْتَزَّتْ وَرَبَتْ Surah Al-Hajj, the 22nd Surah, Ayah 5. In the, note, in the book here it says Ayah 56, but that's actually Ayah 5. It's a printing mistake. Ayah 5. With the explanation, And you see the earth dry and barren. Then, when we send down rain upon it, it is stirred to life and puts forth plants. So it's a second aspect of proof for the correctness of the resurrection in the intellect, even in the intellect. And he mentions a third aspect of proof from the intellect. He said, and from the evidences proving the resurrection also is that if Allah the mighty and majestic did not resurrect the people, if he did not resurrect the people and recompense them, then his creation would have been without purpose. And Allah the perfect and most high is free of doing anything without purpose. And he quotes the ayah, أَفَحَسِبْتُمْ أَنَّمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ عَبَثًا وَأَنَّكُمْ إِلَيْنَا لَا تُرْجَعُونَ 
Al-Mu'minun, the 23rd surah, ayahs 115 to one, and 116. 115 and 116. With the explanation, Do you think that we Allah, the King, the True One, above what they ascribe to him. Sheikh al-Fawzan said, So a person who exhausts himself in worship and in obedience in this world and then dies and he is not resurrected, obviously giving the example of the believer, the believer who strives and exhausts himself in this life upon worship and upon, upon obedience to Allah and then he dies and upon their saying he's not resurrected that's the end for him and Shaykh Fawzan said and likewise the unbeliever who causes damage in this world with corruption and he commits the foul acts and then dies and is not resurrected, this would not be from the wisdom of Allah. Am hasibal ladheena ishtarahu sayyiyati an naj'alahum kalladheena amanu wa aminu salihati sawa'am mahyahum wa mamatuhum sa'ama yahkumun. Surah Al-Jathiyah, the 45th Surah, Ayah 21. With the explanation, do those who commit sins think that we will treat them just the same as those who truly believe and do righteous deeds in life and in death? We will treat them the same in life and in death. What an evil judgment they make. He said, and he the perfect said, Surat Al-Qalam, the 68th Surah, Ayahs 35-36 to 36. With the explanation, Shall we treat the Muslims like the criminals? How is it that you judge? He quotes a further ayah. وَمَا خَلَقْنَا السَّمَاءَ وَالْأَرَضَ وَمَا بَيْنَهُمَا بَاطِلَةِ ذَلِكَ ذَنُّ الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَوَيْلٌ لِلَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا مِنَ النَّارِ أَمْ نَجْعَلُ الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا وَعَمِلُوا الصَّالِحَاتِ كَالْمُفْسِدِينَ فِي الْأَرْضِ أَمْ نَجْعَلُ الْمُؤْتَقِينَ كَالْفُجَّارِ Surah Sad, the 38th Surah, Ayahs 27 to 28, with the explanation and we did not create the heavens and the earth and whatever is between them in play without purpose. That is the suspicion of those who are unbelievers. So woe to the unbelievers from the fire. Or shall we treat those who truly believe and work righteous deeds just the same as those who cause corruption upon the earth. 
Or shall we treat those who are dutiful to Allah just the same as the wicked? Sheikh Fawzan summarizes and says, or he brings a, a point connected to this and says, so the believer, the mu'min, the believer might not experience favor and enjoyment in this world, but rather he, but rather experience difficulty and hardship. And then he would not attain any recompense for his deeds. On this same, on this argument of these people who deny the resurrection, that the believer who works in obedience to Allah in this world, and he may have a difficult life, and not have enjoyment in this life, then on their saying there's no resurrection, means he dies and that's the end. Then when does he receive reward for his deeds? In other words, he wouldn't. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, on the opposite, he said, and the unbeliever, he may experience enjoyment, and he may seize what he wants, and cause corruption upon the earth, and then not meet his just deserts. This does not befit the wisdom of Allah, the mighty and majestic. So that's the point where Shaykh al-Fawzan, that's the last argument he brings, the intellectual proof for the resurrection. Then he moves on to explain some of the words brought by the author. He mentions the first one, al-ba'ath. He said, al-ba'ath and the ba'ath, literally the arising. He said, it means the arising from the graves. يَوْمَ يَقُومُ النَّاسُ لِرَبِّ الْعَالَمِينَ Surah Al-Mutaffifin, the 83rd Surah, Ayah 6, with the explanation, the day when the people will stand up before the Lord of the whole of creation. In other words, stand up from their graves. And he mentions the phrase, وَجَزَاءُ الْأَعْمَالِ and the recompensing for the deeds. Again, mention the second phrase brought by At-Tahawi. He said, And the recompensing for the deeds, Shaykh Fawzan said, as has preceded. I mean, this has already been mentioned before. That the doers of good and the doers of evil will not attain their recompense in this world. Rather, that will occur in the hereafter. That will occur in the hereafter. And he mentions the next phrase, well, arad, and the presentation, I mean the presentation of the people, the people being presented before Allah. Said Wal Arad, the presentation, meaning before Allah. Yawma idin, yawma idin tu araduna la takhfa minkum khafiya. Surah Al Haqqah, the 69th Surah, Ayah 18. With the explanation On that day, you will be presented for judgment. Nothing from you will be hidden. 
and nothing from you will be hidden from Allah. And he mentions a further ayah what, with regard to the Arad, the presentation of the people before Allah. وَأُرِضُوا عَلَىٰ رَبِّكَ صَفَّةً لَقَدْ جِئْتُمُونَا كَمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةً Surah Al-Kahf, the 18th Surah, Ayah 48. With the explanation, And they will be presented before your Lord in a row. And it will be said, You have come to us in the form in which we first created you. Shaykh al-Fawzan said, They will be presented before Allah, the mighty and majestic, barefoot, naked, and uncircumcised. Meaning, not circumcised. So that's the arad, presenting of the people before Allah. And later on he mentions a different arad in the presenting of the deeds. But here, Shaykh al-Fawzan mentions is the arad, meaning the presenting of the people themselves before Allah. And he mentions the phrase, hisab," and the hisab, the reckoning. He said, the reckoning with regard to the deeds. And he explains what that is. He said, affirmation of the good deeds and affirmation of the evil deeds. That the person, he affirms his good deeds and affirms his evil deeds. And this is with regard to the believers. I mean, that's the hisab, the, reckon, the reckoning with regard to believers. That the believer, he acknowledges the good deeds that he did and he acknowledges the evil deeds. Then the sheikh mentions, And as for the unbeliever, then he will not have a reckoning where his good and evil deeds are weighed against each other. Rather, he will just confess his sins and his unbelief. Because he has no good deeds. So that's the two aspects of the hisab, of the reckoning for the believer, that he acknowledges his good deeds and his evil deeds. And as for the unbeliever, he has no good deeds left. His good deeds have vanished. Those that he did, did whatever he did, and it will have vanished. So there is no good deeds for him. So all that's left is that he has to acknowledge his evil deeds and his unbelief. And then Sheikh Fawzan mentions the, the matter of the believers. He said, And from the believers... There are some who will enter paradise without any hisab, without any reckoning. And there are some from them who will receive an easy reckoning, hisab and yasira, and who will go back to his family, they'll go back to their families in joy. And that is al-arad. And that is the brief presentation of records. And there are some from them, still from the believers, and there are some from them who will have their records closely examined. And there occurs in the hadith 
من نوقش الحساب أذب Whoever has his record closely looked into, closely examined, is going to be punished. In a footnote they mention, reported by Al-Bukhari, as Hadith 6536, and also reported by Muslim. And it's from a Hadith of Aisha, radiallahu anha. So Shaykh Fawzan said, so these are the levels of the believers. In what he's just mentioned, these are the levels of the believers with regard to the hisab, with regard to the reckoning that will be upon them. The first level, being some believers, they will enter Jannah without any reckoning. The second will be those who give, were given an easy reckoning. They're shown their record and just have to affirm generally Without, going, without being checked in detail. Those who will then go back to their families enjoy. And as Shaykh Fawzan said, and that easy reckoning, Al-Hisab Al-Yaseer, is Al-Arad. It's called the Al-Arad, the brief showing of the record. And then the third and last level of the believers with regard to the reckoning are those whose record is carefully checked, meaning they're checked one by one. They check one by one, you did this sin, you did this one, you did each one. And as occurs in the hadith, Whoever is carefully checked, who has his record carefully checked over, is going to be punished. Then Shaykh Fawzan said, mention the next phrase, kutub, And the books, or the records, he said, the records of the deeds which they did in the world. The kutub here, or the sahuf, means the records of deeds that the people used to do in the world. So everyone will be given his book on the day of resurrection and his scroll of deeds which he did in the world. Everything will be written down in it. Surah Al-Kahf, the 18th Surah, Ayah 49. With the explanation... And the record of deeds will be placed in their hands. Obviously with, with the difference being that the believer, he will receive his record in his right hand. And the unbeliever will receive his record in his left hand, twisted behind his back. So with the explanation, and the record of deeds will be placed in their hands. And you will see the criminal mushrikeen, fearful because of what it contains and they will say woe to us what is this book which does not leave anything small or great except that it recorded it and Sheikh Fawzan quotes a further ayah he said and he the perfect said 
وكل إنسان ألزمناه طائره في عنقه ونخرج له يوم القيامة كتابا يلقاه منشورا اقرأ كتابك كفى بنفسك كفى بنفسك اليوم عليك حسيبا سورة الإسراء 17 سورة آيات 13 and 14 with the explanation and we have bound each person's deeds to his neck And on the day of resurrection, we shall bring forth for him a book which he will meet spread open. Read your book. It will be said to him, read your book. Sufficient are you as a reckoner against yourself. Then he quotes a further ayah. He said, and he the perfect said, فَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِيَمِينِهِ فَيَقُولُ هَا أُمُقْرَأُ كِتَابِيَ إِنِّي ظَنَنْتُ أَنِّي مُلَاقٍ حِسَابِيَ فَهُوَ فِي عِيشَةٍ رَاضِيَةٍ فِي جَنَّةٍ عَالِيَةٍ سورة الحاقة 69 سورة آيات 19-22 With the explanation And as for the one who is given his book in his right hand, I mean the believer, as for the one who is given his book of record, his book of deeds in his right hand, then he will say, Here, read my book. I knew that I was going to meet my reckoning. I knew. He had certainty. There's a place here where van is mentioned with the meaning of certainty. I knew that I was going to meet my reckoning. So he will be in a life that is well-pleasing, in a lofty garden. Sheikh Fawzan said, so this type of person will be joyful and it will please him that the people should see his book. وَأَمَّا مَنْ أُوْتِيَ كِتَابَهُ بِشِمَالِهِ فَيَقُولُ يَا لَيْتَنِي لَمْ أُوْتَ كِتَابِيَ وَلَمْ أَدْرِ مَا حِسَابِيَ يَا لَيْتَهَا كَانَتِ الْقَاضِيَةِ Surah Al-Haqqa, same surah, Ayahs 29, or rather 69 surah, Ayahs 25 to 27. With regard to the unbeliever, with the explanation, and as for the one who is given his book of deeds in his left hand, then he will say, Woe to me! Would that I had not been given my book, and did not know what my account is. Woe to me! Would that my death had been the end of me. Sheikh Fawzan said, meaning, Woe to me, would that I had not been resurrected. Wishes, I mean he wishes that he had, he had died and that had been the end of him. He, was not, he would have not been resurrected. And that death had put an end to me and I had not been resurrected. مَا أَغْنَى عَنِّي مَالِيَ هَلَكَ عَنِّي سُلْطَانِيَ same surah, continuation. Uh, 
for, for, the, yeah, the, for the ayahs which continue. Surah 69, Al-Haqqah, ayahs 28 to 29, that he will say also, the unbeliever will continue and say, my wealth did not help me. My authority has left me. Sheikh Fawzan said, so this is the handing out of the sahuf. This is the handing out of the records. Either in the right hands or in the left hand. Either in the right hand or in the left hand. And he mentions the next phrase brought by the author, وَالثَّوَابِ وَالْإِقَابِ And in reward and punishment. Sheikh Fawzan said, Reward for the good deeds and punishment for the evil deeds. And he moves on to the next phrase, the next word brought by the author, was sirat, and the sirat, he said, and that, the sirat, the bridge, it is the bridge laid over the top of the hellfire. That is what the sirat is. The bridge laid over the top of the hellfire. It is sharper than a sword and thinner than a hair and hotter than a burning coal. The people will cross it in accordance with their deeds. So from them there will be some who cross so from them there will be some who cross like a lightning flash and from them there will be some who cross like the wind and from them there will be some obviously he's mentioning this list as the list goes on people getting slower and slower so the first one are those who cross those are the best those who cross like a lightning flash. And some of them are those who cross like the wind. And there are some from them who cross like fast horses. And from them there are some who cross like camel riders. And from them are some who run. And from them there are those who walk. And from them, there are those who proceed crawling. And from them, there are those who are caught by the hooks on each side of the bridge and who are thrown down into the fire. Then he said, And these are hidden and unseen affairs. These are affairs of the ghaib, hidden and unseen. These are hidden and unseen affairs. So a person does not enter his intellect into them. And every single person will cross over the bridge. Every person will cross over the sirat. And he quotes the ayah as proof for this. 
وإن منكم إلا واردها كان على كان على ربك حتما مقضيا ثم ثم ننجي الذين ثم ننجي الذين اتقوا ونذر الظالمين فيها جثيا سورة مريم the 19th surah ayah 71 to 72 with the explanation there is not one of you except that he will come to it mean come come to the hellfire that is a binding decree from your lord there's not one of you except that he will come upon the fire that is a binding decree from your lord then we will save those who are dutiful to allah and we will leave the unbelieving wrongdoers on their knees in the fire and sheikh fawzan he mentions the last word brought by the author wal mizan and the mizan and the balance sheikh fawzan said and the good deeds will be weighed so if the person's good deeds outweigh if the person's good deeds are heavier I mean heavier than his bad deeds if his good deeds outweigh then he will succeed he will have succeeded and if his evil deeds are heavier than his good deeds then he will lose and be in loss wal waznu yawma idhin al haqq faman thaqulat mawazinuhu faulaika humul muflihun waman khaffat mawazinuhu faulaika alladhina khasiru anfusahum bima kanu biayatina yadhlimun surah al araf the 7th surah ayahs 8 and 9 with the explanation and the weighing on that day will be true so whoever's scale of good deeds is heavier then they will be the successful ones and whoever's scale of good deeds is lighter then they will be the ones who have lost themselves because of their having rejected our signs and sheikh fawzan said and the weighing and the balance the mizan have been mentioned repeatedly in many ayahs and this is from the justice of allah the mighty and majestic and that he does not oppress anyone I mean that the deeds we carefully weighed your good deeds and your evil deeds he said and the balance the mizan is something real haqiqi it's not something metaphorical a figure of speech he said the mizan the balance is something true and real it will have kiffatan it will have two balance pans the good deeds will be placed on one pan and the evil deeds will be placed on one pan 
So whoever has his good deeds heavier will succeed. And whoever has his evil deeds heavier than he will have lost. Surah Al-Anbiya, the 21st Surah, Ayah 47. With the explanation, and we will set up the scales in justice for the people on the day of resurrection. So no soul will be wronged at all, even if it be an action to the weight of a mustard seed, we shall bring it, and we are sufficient, or, and we are sufficient as a reckoner. Alhamdulillah, wa sallallahu ala